Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here, and today I'm interviewing somebody who's been doing some great stuff in property. So, Lydia Talia. So, hi, Lydia. Hi, Kev. You're right. Oh, good. Thank you. So, um, for anyone listening in, Lydia started in property not so long ago, and she's doing some really great stuff in property. So, what I want to do today is to dig a little bit deeper on and um, what she's up to, um, how she's got into property, her bit about her journey. So, so Lydia, just for anybody listening in. Do you want to share a little bit about um what you what you did in your sort of day job or still doing your day job before you got into property? So what was life like for you before you decided I want to get started in property? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, before we de- I decided to start in property, I was sort of in some way linked to a property in one way or another. So I worked for the estate agent. Uh, so I used to sell houses, rent houses. So like in some way, my career has always been linked. To a property, but obviously I've not been doing it on my own and independently. So I worked with the um, kind of different estate agents, and uh, then I've decided that I want to do something that work for a company that's got a great values, great ethics, and great cause. And I've joined the housing association, like one of the biggest in Southwest, and I've been working for them since 2010. So in different roles. So I've done a bit of everything. I worked for uh, in lettings, housing management. But I managed the team of housing officers, I, um, I worked in uh, in connection with development, um, operations, uh, and I worked in IT and project management now. So in one way or another, my career has always been linked to property. Oh, okay, cool. So, and then um, when you were, a lot of people that I meet when they looking to get started in property, one of their big fears is going to speak to an estate agent or going to speak to a letting agent because they feel that as um, an estate agent or a letting agent, they know so much about property investment. So um, when you were an estate agent and a letting agent, did you actually understand investing in property or did you just like focus on, um, what was the day-to-day job? What did it focus on? Yeah, absolutely not. I understand nothing about investments. I wouldn't be able to analyze the deal. Like literally, I could not tell which property was a great investment property. Like basically for me at the time, it was all about selling, selling, selling and getting my commissions. So uh, it was very competitive industry, obviously. And it's all very, you know, I was one of the only girls in the office. So it was really hard, but it's given me like a good uh, training to you know to survive in like a hard environment I suppose and uh, yeah so absolutely no clue uh, and in terms of like doing viewings as an estate agent at the time it was just literally the kitchen here is this is that like at the time I didn't have an idea of to give my customers to say you can remove that wall you can extend this is how you can add value to the property it was all basically uh, me uh, selling to more homeowners rather than investors investors came in. Um, yeah, I could tell that not just myself, but other agents there, they didn't really have a great understanding of different investment strategies, of, uh, you know, what's really a great asset from the investment point of view. Yeah. Now, it's really important that we touch on this because a lot of people listening would be new to property and they'd be thinking, oh, these estate agents and letting agents know so much. I'm scared about how I approach them. Will I look like I don't know my stuff? So you just sharing that actually... You, you know how to sell a house, but not necessarily invest in property. And a lot of estate agents come to us to learn how to be investors, 
because most don't buy. So um, for people that are listening in, should they be fearful of speaking to an estate agent? Should they just have the confidence to go there and speak to them? Absolutely not. Like, what's there to be scared of? Because at the end of the day, they're all humans, they're all people, they all go there. Obviously, they've got their day job, but then they come home and they watch the same movies and they eat the same pizza. They're just like people like you and I. And uh, it's all about building relationship and it's all making them feel comfortable around you because when, you, when you're not comfortable and you're nervous and you're scared, they can feel it and they just feel like, oh, that's something, something iffy is going on. Just be yourself and and yeah, just be natural. And real people is just like talking to somebody in the supermarket or talking to your friend, uh, just telling them what you want. Yeah. So you you worked in like agencies and stuff, and then you, you worked for um, in the current role, but you're still involved around property. What made you then decide, I, do you know what? I've been in the property industry, but not actually investing for myself. What made you take that leap of saying, do you know what? I want to start to build my own portfolio. How did that all come about? What was the mindset shift? Yeah, well, it was like, actually, like, to be truthful to you, it was completely unrelated to my job. Um, so it was basically down to like personal circumstances, because um, obviously, I'm not from the UK. And when we came to live to the UK, I found the quality of housing um, that we were renting for people extremely poor and like quite substandard. So the houses that we lived in, the flats were full of mold, like falling apart, like boilers are not serviced, like I had to throw away my furniture every year. And I just could not find a good affordable property that we could rent. And then one year, there was a five year period when we were renting this flat that didn't have any hot water for five years and the landlord just wouldn't fix it. So we were like boiling the kettle to like wash hair and all these kind of things, like washing dishes with cold water. And then we, Came to because we wanted to save for our first deposit because all we knew that you need to save and then you buy and then we were obviously like didn't want to pay more for something more um uh up to a standard because we needed to save the deposit and then it just got too much and then um yeah so we basically this was our main push so we then bought our first property which wasn't great it wasn't a great investment it was quite poor standard again because uh we realized that it was full of dump um again and we were fighting with a management company and then unexpected bills for service charges start coming in and for external works and then we decided that we need to move to a bigger place and that we need a house because we didn't need to manage this relationship with the management company and this is how it started because we didn't have enough deposit for a house so we thought okay uh what can we do so we watched a couple of episodes of homes in the Palmer at the time <laughs> Oh, that could be that could be something that maybe we can pull off. So, and I said to Alex, my other half, so why don't we find a property, flip it, and that would be our deposit money to buy a house, so we can exit this horrendous relationship with that management company and this, sell this property and then move into something else. So, um, this is how it started, and we've identified our first investment property that we wanted to purchase by doing kind of a lot of research around the area and what demand was there. And yeah, we've looked at. Um, so, I've I've narrowed it down to uh, having like to wanting to buy a two-bedroom bungalow because I've identified that at the time it was kind of more affordable for like a wider range of client of customers, and also it doesn't require so much work at the house. So this was our first sleep and um yeah we've made some money and then we realized wow that could work and um yeah so from, that was our sort of starting point and then we start like yeah and then we just like instant repeat yeah and so um when did you initially come to progressive how long ago was that uh we came to progressive about 18 months ago yes okay and 
You had you started in property before you came? Was that flip before you came to Progressive or after? It was before we came to Progressive yeah. using our own money, but then we realized that actually we know nothing about property because the more we start researching um, how we can make money in property, the more I realized my limitations around what I actually understood uh, the property world is and the wise way of investing in property. And I knew this space to do it and not having to wait to like get your money out of the property then invest your deposit again because that would have taken us a, a dozens of years to actually achieve what we wanted to achieve so then we've obviously came across progressive and then things have changed for us yeah so i mean i started in property before training as well and i i made mistakes it sounds like you you started but your you you made some money but actually they it was taking too long i guess so um, the fact you had already got going, what were the sort of um, main of the main benefits, I guess, for, for looking to get educated was around um, trying to get the money out quicker, move faster. Did, then when you came and you did the training, did you get what you the help you needed? Did you, and did you learn more than you expected or did you sort of like get what you were looking for? Uh, yeah, I think I came with the expectations to understand sort of different property strategies and uh, how to uh, sort of make our money go further. But what I actually came up with was, yes, definitely a lot more than I've anticipated because I was trying to sort of find out how I can stretch the, the that we've had to maybe invest in more properties or use like different ways of generating income and um, when I came to Progressive I actually realized that we actually don't need our own money to, to purchase properties and to, to succeed in property and that was a real like revelation for us because I was like wow like we should have done it like sooner because we would have been where we are like a lot quicker and also like we've learned a lot about joint ventures and raising private finance and like different no money down strategies that we didn't even know exist at the time so we just literally absorbed the learning that we could uh we've made so many connections with different individuals who helped us along the journey so yeah it's been yeah it, it's been great for us absolutely and um you mentioned quite a few little different things there like um different creative ways to do property so what what have you done? So it's 18 months since you came to Progressive. So what have you been up to for the past 18 months? Um, what sort of projects are you working on? And um, yeah, just give us a little bit of detail on the on the stuff you're working on. Uh, yes, sure. So uh, I'm going to confess, uh, we haven't like really kicked off from like, you know, from the day that we joined Progressive. It was all about sort of learning and understanding where we are. And I, naturally, I'm a bit shy person, so I need to get to know the people to then like be really comfortable speaking to them. So I think like one of the benefits for me was to like actually come out of my comfort zone and be able to like build those networks and relationships and actually be confident about raising finance. Um, so uh, the we've made a decision that um, our our first main focus will be on raising finance because we realized that no money no money down was the way forward but at the time we didn't think the rent to rent was appropriate for us because we wanted to own the asset um, because of where we invest like the capital growth in the area is fantastic and obviously the, the return on your investment is fabulous so we didn't want to focus on too many things at the time so we focus on raising finance and we would use other people's money to purchase properties we finance and with them um we bought a couple of properties on auction um we we we've raised like last year in the last 12 months so 2020 since january 2020 
well, between six investors, uh, we've raised about half a million pounds. Um, so yeah, we, we're very happy oh. and I would not have been. So hang on a second, Lydia. So you came to Progressive 18 months ago and you just started that saying, well, to be honest, we haven't done very much because at the start we didn't really do anything. But you've done, you bought two houses at auction. You've got six investors that have lent you over a half a million pounds. I think you've done quite a lot in a short period of time. And for a lot of people, when they come, what they do is they actually chase the money straight away. They chase the deal in the first few weeks. But the first few weeks is exactly what you're talking about, is building the confidence, building the, the mindset and the belief and, and that you can, you can achieve. And I always say to people, don't base your success on the keys of a house. Base your success on the, the amount that you're growing as a person, the knowledge you're growing, the connections you're growing, the confidence that you're growing. And so you, that first few weeks or months until you got your first house, that's the normal journey. You don't walk out of your first training and get the keys of a house within two days. Some people do, but most people don't. But to be 18 months down the line, have a couple of deals at auction, purchased, have, all, have six investors lending you funds, um, that's, that's serious progress. And one of the other things a lot of people do is they underestimate what they've done and they don't um, bat, um, congratulate themselves enough on what you've done. So I want to take a moment to congratulate you on what you've done because you've done a significant amount. And have you done any, you, you said you've raised money from six investors. Have you done any joint ventures with investors as well? Uh, not with investors, but we uh, basically we've got so we've got six investors on board at the moment. Um, one of them is a SaaS investor, and what we're looking to do because at the moment he's just uh, funded one of our properties that we needed to exit the bridge and finance room when the lockdown hit. Um, so he really came to save us. So like if if you are listening there at some point, like we must be grateful to you. Um, so we're looking to do a joint venture with that uh, finance. Um, investor using his staff support and um, the other five finance uh, investors we just use them to purchase properties to put the deposit down because it's different to like with the fancy of put the first charge in the property so what we're looking to do is do a couple of deals with him uh to uh, like something bigger like house conversions maybe little commercial conversion but we we're not there yet like with the comfort level but we will get there by that point yeah Okay, so for anyone listening in as well, Lydia just touched on a SAS pot. That's an SSAS, which is a pension where you take your pension and you convert it into what's called a SAS, a small self-administered scheme. And what you can do with that, you can either buy property within the SAS, you can do a, what's called a loan back to your limited company, or you could lend your SAS pot to other investors who are looking to build a portfolio, which is exactly what this SAS pot person has done. They've lent their pension pot to Lydia um, to buy property. So Lydia, the properties you bought at auction, what are you doing with those properties? Oh, these already sold. So, okay, so what, did, what did you do with the properties? Oh, so yeah, we just added values. So like um, one of them, we reconfigured the two bedroom flat to uh, like completely to create a three bed. And the other one was very similar. Uh, so these were purely down to to, to flip it, uh, but we have several properties that we purchased with Investor Finance since last year, in the last 12 months of keeping. So um, one of the recent successes that I've shared on Progressive was the property that we bought last year for 50000 um, and obviously a year later we refinanced it for 540000 So uh, the refinance hasn't gone through yet, but we have our formal mortgage offer um, last week. So yeah, we're pulling out all of the money plus 5k from that deal um and we we've paid all the investors back apart from one who's leaving the money for another 12 months 
is also like on a rolling basis. So, so, you've, we, got a, so you've done a buy, refurbish, refinance. You've Correct. paid off, you've got all of the money out, paid back the investors, you've got five grand cash in your own pocket, and you've got 25% equity plus monthly, monthly cash flow. Uh, yeah, over 4,000 pounds, yeah. Okay. And you said that you did, you're only in this 18 months and you've not done a lot at the start, but now you've just said that you've raised money from six investors, you've flipped two properties that you bought at auction. And you've got four other deals that you're buying with JV Finance money. You're doing a lot of stuff in an 18-month period. So you've absolutely, like, really, really inspiring for anybody listening in, Lydia. And um, it is about recognizing how much you're doing as well. Because sometimes we, we, we expect too much of ourselves. You're doing loads. You're really, really great progress. How much did you make on the money on the properties you flipped at auction? Do you mind me asking roughly how much sort of profit from each one? Uh, like without having to go back to my spreadsheet, like I don't want to be like inaccurate, but like roughly um, between 50 and 60, like on each deal. Um, okay, so pretty good. Pro I mean, average salary in the UK is 27 grand. So if you've done two deals making 50 to 60K on each one, that's, that's like two years average salary per deal. So it's almost four years income in a job. Um, really, really, really well done as well on that. What's next? So Liddy, what, what's next for you on the journey? Um, where, where do you see yourself going over the next sort of 12 months and, and then into sort of three to five years? So um, currently, like the immediate future, immediate next like six months is we've got um, three big projects that we've, well, I'm saying big, they're not big for somebody. They're, they're, it's just like massive, massive refurbs with extensions, and like um, we're in the article four area, so it's getting through planning for HMO. It's a lot of learning for us because yeah, so we we're doing those, and um, we realize that the team that we've been using before, we said we can't, you know, if we want to grow, we need to grow the team. Um, so we're building the team at the moment to to work. So the three are the immediate future, and then there was, like I said, the JV with our SaaS investor. This is what we really, really keep to do because he's not just our investor; he's now become a friend, trusted person. We're really happy to work with him, and obviously onboarding more investors to work on different deals. And um, I'm looking to do a little bit more on supported living side, where we would lease the property to a supported living provider, like on a long lease, um, because it's like completely hands off to you as well. Then, and uh, also it's like good. Is like a you know giving back, so it's something that I really really keen to do. So uh, trying to find a suitable property that that we would essentially leave either put it leaving provider, um, and we want to get involved in something big, like I said. So maybe a commercial conversion, but not like on a massive scale, not like fifty flats, something so easy to start with, and then like build up the experience and the portfolio so that we can go out to more investors and say like this is what we've done um, on board if you if you like to yeah so um, when you came to progressive and you did some of the trainings which trainings did you do uh honestly i've only done the money down <laughs> so the nominee so, down obviously with myself yeah have you, so have you done anything else outside of nominee down no you know no. i haven't i just no. feel there's so much content like on the no money right uh, on the no money down you've got your you know you you have a good understanding creative strategies your lease options your exchange with delayed completion your anything and everything and i i just feel like for us it gave us a good foundation to um 
when you get the deal to see what is the best strategy for that deal because like i don't like sticking to one thing like i, I i'm not the one to say like i'm only doing rent to rent so i'm only doing a sales because i think it's quite dangerous and um, last year have shown that so we like to spread our risks so like you say our main market strategy is marketing because we we get in the deals and then we decide which strategy we apply to that and i think the no money down course have given us the the good understanding of which strategy can be applied like with assisted sales and all the other things yeah awesome so if if somebody said to you 18 months ago that you'd have achieved what you've achieved in the last 18 months what would you have said to them oh <laughs> i'd be like are you kidding me like i wouldn't even speak to people. like honestly i was so scared like on the mastermind table like i wouldn't speak to people because i think like i feel like i have nothing to say like who am i to talk to them about property or like i was just genuinely really shy and didn't believe in myself at all and I think like over the last 18 months, the confidence level has grown and like the people's skills, the, uh, the stakeholder management, I think it's not just like the knowledge of the nitty gritty of the property, but it's also like the overall uh, growth uh, with your mindset, uh, with your adaptability, flexibility, resilience, like it's all that. And obviously your network, like our network grown massively. Mm. I, I, for me, like I've watched you grow closely over the last because you've done the nominee down with me over the last eighteen months, and um, you've like you have grown in terms of the knowledge, the mindset, all the stuff you spoke about, which is awesome. And I can't wait to see you know where you go over the coming years as well, because um, you, you, I mean, you're already doing big things, but it's going to get even bigger and better for you. So I um, just want to say well done again for everything you've done. What would you say to anyone who's thinking about getting started in property? Can they do it? Um, when should they get going? And what would you say to anyone who's sort of like listening and going, can I, should I, could I? Okay, I would say absolutely you can if you commit to it. Uh, if you, but you need to believe in yourself first. Like if you don't believe in yourself, like nobody's going to believe in you. So you need to start building that confidence and uh, with, with yourself and believe that you can achieve anything. And then start now because I see a lot of people like shifting the like responsibility not the responsibility, but they start in doing like things that don't really matter, like building their websites, doing their um, cars, like, you know, we've done what we've done without any business cars, without a website. I mean, we are building a website on the background, but it's not my priority at all because our priority is getting the deals and building relationships with investors. So it's uh, it's learning, it's building your network, it's speaking to the agents, getting comfortable around speaking to the agents, it's um, knowing what you want as well and knowing that you can achieve it and not being scared because I think at the beginning I was a bit scared thinking, oh my God, like this is what I want, but it's so massive, like how can I ever achieve it? But it's taking one step at a time really because like, yes, this goal is there, but like let's see what I'm going to need to do tomorrow to just get one step closer and yes, have the end goal in the back of your mind all the time and then like reverse engineering your steps, like what you can actually do with the skills that you've got now and who you need to get some help from because we're not masters of all trades and you know sometimes we allow in other people to, to to assist us with expertise or professional opinion so it's how you utilize other people to support you in your journey is very important so get your network um going and start doing like don't wait yeah and what what would you say to anyone who's sitting listening thinking oh that's all great but um it was obviously easy for you because you worked in an agency first so what would oh, you say exactly. to you? agency like at all like um millions of people working in the agencies and they don't get to do what we get to do so it's really um 
it's really down to you like what they want to achieve and not being not being scared at all and not worried because a lot of people get worried about things that haven't happened and they say oh but if this happens then like what what if and i'm like well this what if it hasn't happened yet when the problem arises like you'll solve it then but now don't worry about it just take steps take actions every day and um do things and you know it's all about people at the end of the day start building those relationships yeah Awesome. Really appreciate you taking the time to come on, Lydia. Really inspiring what you've done over the last 18 months. I'm sure it's going to massively help people who are looking to get started in property to give them that sort of inspiration to get going. So thank you again for taking the time to join us. Um, you've been listening to um, an interview with Lydia Talia, who started her at Progressive 18 months ago. She's doing some amazing stuff in property. It's going to get bigger and better as time goes on. I hope you've enjoyed the interview. I've been Kevin McDonald. You've been absolutely amazing. Thank you, Lydia. Thank you.